Najee Harris and the Steelers seem very, very well matched. Uh, it's almost too perfect. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. I've been like literally anticipating this draft. I have like my countdown. I have to like come up with a really good cocktail for that night. I can't think of what I want to drink. Hmm. I want to do something like whiskey is always a good choice. I know. I thought about doing this like bourbon Moscow mule drink. It's like a take on Hmm. like I normally do a vodka Moscow mule, but this is like with bourbon and then they put mint in it. I might try it. I just want something like light and refreshing that I can drink all night. You know, I don't want to be like too shitty because the Steelers don't pick till 24. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too shitty. Uh, Do you want to? I had this idea and I thought it might be fun to get. Uh-oh. Yeah, I thought this might be fun if we kind of do a little a guessing game of who we think our teams are going to take in the draft. It's just fun so we could look back. And see if anybody got got theirs right. What do you okay. What do you guys think? Are you game for it? Does this mean I can't do the same one as Dale? Like I gotta pick someone different than him? No, you guys. I think we're gonna pick the same person for Brown. You guys can agree on it. Oh, boy, I, I you know honestly I don't even know who I'm gonna pick right now. You you may still end up being right, but I'm not even sure. I I don't know. I, I waffle. We'll see. I think I think if you gave me two, I could predict who you're going to predict okay. with two guesses. But but we want to be right. We don't want to be we want to be right about who the Browns pick, not who we pick. So that's that's true. It it, it has to be who <laughs> we think they're going to take. Yeah. So obviously the Steelers pick before the Browns. So I'm going to say that they are going to draft Najee Harris. I have this really strong feeling they're going to draft him. The only way they don't is if Justin Fields is still there. I, I don't see. I don't see. Him there I don't either. see Fields being available even after his admission this week that he's dealt with epilepsy. Um, I still don't see him sliding. I don't even, that far, and I, I don't even. I would be surprised if he made it halfway to the Steelers. So. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, Najee Harris and the Steelers seem very, very well matched. Uh, It's almost too perfect. Um, You know, he almost seemed like he's already been there and already belongs there. So I I think think that's a good pick. I know. I'm like, I need him. And they have him already photoshopped in the Steelers jersey. And I'm like, he just looks, it looks right. Like, it just looks like it belongs, you know? Like, I'm like, it already belongs. So I definitely think they're going to draft him if he's there. Um, The only way I said if they won't is if for some reason Justin Fields fell because you don't pass on him. You know, I feel like he's going to be so talented. And I I know that Tomlin recognizes his talent. He's spoken very highly of 
Justin Fields, but I don't think he falls. I really don't. I think that he will he'll get scooped up. I'll be sad about it, but I will definitely be excited about Najee Harris. Here's a snappy reply for you about drafting Najee Harris. Hmm. Um, do you think Najee Harris will feel like he has a better offensive line with the Steelers or with Alabama? That's rude. Listen, they're going to address. I'm just saying. They're going. They they Dude. they're going to address all these issues, and we're, we're going to be fine. Okay, how? No, draft the best available offensive lineman, and then you know. Well, I'll say best. this relative to the t- relative to the competition he'll be facing. He's his defense. His, sorry, his deep, his offensive line is going to be much worse. That doesn't mean that the players are necessarily worse it just means that they're going up against competition they can't easily outclass like they could in college i think he's gonna i think if he's there i think he'll fit in really well at pittsburgh though so that's 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 my guess that they draft him unless don't you remember trent richardson he was from alabama yeah i remember who trent richardson is (laughs) smaller yeah Smaller guy, smaller. to be fair. Yeah, definitely smaller. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's like on the same level of as Najee Harris. All right, so what do you guys think about the Browns? Who they who are they picking? I'll go first. Okay. They're going to draft Newsom, the cornerback from Northwestern. Okay. Hmm. Is that your he's good fit. He's good scheme fit. He goes to Harvard of the Midwest, okay. and the Browns front office is filled with uh, Ivy League guys. I'm, uh, I don't know. He seems like he would fit as a Brown. Okay. Final. That's your final guess. I'm, I'm torn. Um, I, I feel like, cause it's really difficult towards the, the back half of the draft mm-hmm. because it seems like there's a smattering of, of about 12 guys that could go anywhere from 15, 16 down to 28. So, I'm having a tough time gauging who's going to be available there. Um, and this is why, I, so I've been waffling a lot, and this is why I thought Eric might not be able to predict who I would uh, who I would uh, guess the Browns are picking. And I guess right now is probably the time to, to get Eric on the record of who he thinks I'm going to say. Um, Ooh, yeah, I like this. Or maybe, actually, because then I could, in theory, just say different names. So maybe, uh, maybe Eric should just text Shannon, and then Shannon can reveal what the right answer was. But yeah, that's a good idea. Eric, text me. So I guess, who you think? Yeah, once once you've done that, then let me know, and I, I'll I'll keep going. Yeah, Eric, text me who you think Dale's going to pick. Or you can put two guesses because you said that. Although I think, like I said, because I've been thinking about this a lot, I think I don't know that you'll get either of them. Ooh, I like this. It's like suspenseful. So, Dale, guess who Eric picked for you? Well, well, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with who I think that the Browns are going to pick. Okay. And we'll see if Eric had pegs the, the the two that I was thinking of. Okay. Um, and again, I have to say, I would not be surprised if either of these guys is available where the Browns pick. Mm-hmm. Or if they go 10 spots earlier, because it really, I mean, the, the first, it seems like there's two sections. There's like the first 12 or 13 picks, 
And then, in, you know, in some order, everyone feels pretty confident that those 13 guys are going in that spot. Yeah. Between there, I've, I've seen projections of the same guys at 16 and at 30. And they all seem to get mixed in in that, that space. So the, the two guys that I, that I think that they may go for are first, I originally, I'll give you an, a bonus third. Because I originally thought that they might try to go for Quiddy Pay okay. out of Michigan, but that's not the one that I'm going to go with here. Okay. Um, I think that they are going to try potentially Gregory Russo, okay. edge rusher out of Miami, uh, because I think they want they want a more depth on that defensive line at the edge, um, and they also there's also been talk that Russo may be able to play a little bit in the tackle role. Okay. Um, so that's one. And then the second one, Jeremiah owusu Koromoa out of Notre Dame, the okay. linebacker. Whatever, Dale. Come on. I, I, all right. I guess I'll tell you. So I was wrong. I, to, I told you. I, I, was, Christian, I told you I changed. I had Christian Barmore, or I had a different edge rusher out of Miami, Jalen Phillips. So Christian Barmore is defensive tackle out of Alabama. The Browns just cut Sheldon Richardson, so they might have a whole other defensive tackle. And I like Phillips better than the other guy. So really? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I, I felt like Phillips would be gone more than likely than Russo would be gone. For some reason, I've seen like mocks where he, he falls that far. I'm not sure why. This, this year has been a really difficult year. I mean, like, cause I, I've seen the same thing and, you know, it's really difficult cause I, cause you're getting the same people. I've seen Asante Samuel as low as 30. And really? as high as 12. Wow. That's a big difference. And that seems kind of unusual to me that, mm-hmm. that you have that much of a spread. You usually have a pretty decent idea of where guys are going to get drafted. Yeah. Um, this this year is a little bit different where I feel like, you know, there's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised to see go 10 um, and wouldn't be shocked to see him still be around at 27. And the other thing too is trying to gauge the Browns picks. It's really difficult to do to do it if they're going to rely as much on analytics as we think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you can look at you can look at scheme and who you think looks like they fit and that but that's more the old school way of uh, teams and front offices trying to build out their roster. Um, it's worked really well, but it's not something that we maybe have. Um, we're not privy to all of the all that data, mm-hmm. so. Maybe they see something that we have no idea what they're seeing. And maybe they shock us and don't take anybody that we've mentioned, period. Yeah. They could also trade up. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Or back. Or trade back. They don't like who's there. Yeah. Who would you who would you find it to be worthwhile to trade up to get your hands on? Uh if you were gonna trade up, I'm guessing it would be to get the best corner that you could. So are you thinking Patrick Sertain? Uh, possibly. Um, I think that I think they may have to trade up to get Newsom. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, all those all the the really good corners could be gone in the first twenty picks. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's it, the way it's what's going on now is, is teams are assigning a value for each position. So it doesn't matter if someone's like, yeah, someone might be the tenth best player in the draft, but if they play at a position that isn't like a premium. Which is like Ed Rusher, defensive back, quarterback, um, and like left tackle. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the first round could be really, if there was enough prospects, the first round could be filled with left tackles, quarterbacks, edge rushers, and corners. Despite maybe the, maybe the best ball player in the, in the draft is a running back or a, a linebacker, but they don't get drafted that high anymore because the type of schemes teams are running, those positions aren't as valuable. So you might have to trade up to get a corner who might not be the 26th best player in the draft, but if you want to get him, you, have, you want to snatch him up before somebody else does. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like saying go big or go home with the Steelers, like take a running back. Like that's obviously like they desperately need, you know. It's also something where you have a reasonable chance of getting good value and good production out of a second or even a third round pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously your, your crush on Nick Chubb, you know, he's a second rounder. Yeah. Now, were it not for his injury history at Georgia, there's a pretty darn good chance he would have been a first rounder. Yeah. So it's a little unfair for me to use that as an example, but it, the fact remains you can get good talent at the running back position mm-hmm. in the second round. And the other reality is too, most of the time with the exception of a few guys, you're not going to, you're not going to get someone that is, that is such a game changer that they're worth paying first round money to. Yeah. I just, I don't want, I just don't want them to pass on him if he's there. I don't know. I mean, there's a chance they can get him in the second round, but I just, I feel like somebody else will take him. Like, I think the Bills would potentially probably take him if he's there. Well, that's interesting. Um, That's like my guess that if, if the Steelers were to pass on Najee Harris, I think the Bills would take him. Because obviously the Browns don't need a running back. So they're not going to draft him, right? Right. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. That's it's a risk because if they don't pick him in the first round, the chances are they're probably not going to get him. No, that's why. I'm so like, then the question becomes: Do you feel like? I mean, is he that important? Do you do you need him that badly? Yes. Uh, you know, or is okay? I'm like, yes. uh, but I but I think Eric has, has a really good point that, you know, who's blocking for him? And is it going to matter? You know, he can be good, but if he's going to fight for three yards, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, just to get back to the line of scrimmage, then what's the point? Because to be honest why with don't you, I mean, I why know, don't you get alignment? I know. It's tough, but I don't even think a guy like ETN is going to be there in the second round. I think in the be, second round where yeah. you pick in the, um, I think he's more likely to be there, but you're right. It's possible he won't be there anymore. And then, then at that point, I'm like, I mean, I know there's that guy Williams. I think's his name from North Carolina that is supposed to be really good. That's his name, right, Williams? Well, I thought you were a big fan of Chuba Hubbard. I was a big fan of Chuba Hubbard. I guess we could take him later. I mean, I feel like you might be able to, you know, you might be able to pick. Let's say you go with Lineman in the first and second round and then take Chuba Hubbard in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he's guaranteed to be there available where there's, they're picking in the third round, but it's not inconceivable. Um, I think that would be a pretty, a pretty good start to the draft through three picks. 
and that's I don't know whether or not the Steelers have two second rounders or you know anything like that. But if we go on the assumption they've got one pick in each round, I don't think that would be a bad start to you know to quickly try and turn around the team. So do you guys? Okay, this is this is fun. I wanted to ask you this too. So okay, if the Browns, if you could have your pick out of anybody in the first round, like. Obviously, like, I know you guys don't pick till 26, but, like, if something, like, weird happened, players falling all over the place, who was somebody that you, like, want them to be able to get, but you think is out of their reach? Anybody. Anybody. Well, since we're living in fantasy land anyway and, and saying anybody, I think, number one, um, you'd want – if you could, if you could – just magically move like up. Like something you would the Browns take, like, would need. Like I'm not saying you obviously are going to take Trevor Lawrence because you have Baker. You don't right. need Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think if you're the Browns, if you could get one of those really good wide receivers uh, and bolster your wide receiver core that way, and then you could prepare yourself to lose OBJ or Landry or both because you're not going to be able to carry those cap numbers moving mm-hmm. forward. So nab up a receiver this year while you can. And then that receiver's cap number next year, as opposed to what Landry or uh, Beckham would be, would be you know next to nothing. And mm-hmm. then potentially you don't have that much of a drop off of talent. Well, which receiver would you want? Oh, um, if you could pick, either Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, I only want him if I know I can use him as a punt returner. Also, mm-hmm. I know you don't want to do that with a first round pick, but I think. His type of game, he needs to have the ball in his hands in space. And I think he'd be dangerous as a punt returner. Okay. I I think for me it would either be it it would either be going that route on wide receiver and taking Jamar Chase. Um or I would not mind being able to get my hands on Micah Parsons mm-hmm. to let him uh step into the the linebacker core. I've heard a lot of good things about him. And then maybe Patrick Sertain, but mm-hmm. uh, I think honestly it's it's, pro- it's probably down to either um, Chase or Parsons. Okay. And honestly, I mean, if Parsons falls, he's not going to fall to the Browns. But if he falls to within, you know, to around that twenty spot, yeah, I don't know if that, I don't know that I'd be that upset depending on what they gave up. If they moved up a handful of picks, so you'd be, I don't think that's going to happen because yeah. I don't think he's going to fall that far. But uh, I think he can be—I think he can be a real difference maker. Well, you guys know I'm—I'm I'm already kind of living in fantasy land, still thinking I have a shot at Justin Fields. So, well, yeah, I mean, in your in your perfect world, you end up getting Justin Fields in the first and Najee Harris in the second round. Yes, that is my perfect draft scenario. Call me crazy. I know, I know, like Steelers fans, if I like tweeted something about that, like they'd be like, you're crazy. You did say, you did give it the caveat that that was your fantasy trap. It is my fantasy. You know, you didn't, you didn't say that it was realistic. No. You just said that would be your best case. Best case scenario. And it's like, my thing is, aren't you supposed to be like, like I'm supposed to be optimistic thinking something crazy like that could happen. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show, and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. 
Good luck to your teams in the draft. Have a great draft night. Cheers, everyone.